I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Hey folks, Dr. Joe Esposito here. So glad you could spend time with us today. What we're going to talk about today is things that are messing with your concentration. Now, usually in a non-COVID world, we talk about ADD or ADHD and you can't focus, attention deficit disorder, and then we there's a medical approach to that, and then there's a holistic approach that we like to use as well. And But there's other things now that are coming in because most people have never been in this situation. You've always had to concentrate. You were at work, you were driving, you had a life that you had to deal with, raising children. You were forced to concentrate, but now suddenly people are not forced to concentrate because they are at home and there's no boss watching them. Yeah, you can have your little, you know, your meetings, uh, your, your Skype meeting or whatever it is, and the boss can see you. But generally speaking, you're working off camera most of the day. So you're easily distracted. I know I've, I've been in practice now 36 years, and I've had employees over the years. Most of them are just spectacular. But every now and then, as soon as the boss went away, they're on their phone and they're jerking around, and I'd walk in and catch them. And after a while, it's like, okay, obviously you can't concentrate on your job. This probably shouldn't be your job because I'm a real stickler when it comes to work. I want to make sure that you're focused on what you should be doing, especially the patients. So for the first time ever, people are working from home in masses, and they're not forced to concentrate, so they're starting to drift away. So we're going to talk about the things that kill your concentration and what you can do to help. Because patients come to me all the time and say, Dr. Joe, I just can't concentrate anymore. I want to. But because I've gotten so used to this new lifestyle, I can't. So the number one, well, we'll start with number one. We've got a bunch of them. Let's talk about social media. So whether you're living with ADD or not, okay, I'm sure when I was a child, I had ADD, and I probably still do um, because my brain is always racing. Uh, maybe you just have trouble focusing. Today's world is just full of these things we call concentration killers. So there's a few tips to manage distractions, starting with social media. It's easy to connect with friends and disconnect from work many times every hour. Every status update zaps your brain, and it forces you to have to backtrack and resume your work. So social media is a biggie, and I'm as guilty as this as anybody else, because you want to see your likes, and you want to see who's following you, and you want to see what's new in social media, and there is some benefit to it. Um, just recently, I saw a post they needed somebody who had a radio and television experience for a movie part, and I got the part, which is kind of cool. Now, it's a, I can't talk about it, I don't think yet, but it's a DC comic superhero movie. That's what I was told I can say on the air, and it's going to be fun. Now, I'm probably just a background person. I don't think it's going to be a speaking role or anything like that, but through social media, it's kind of fun to find that, and you find out about your old friends and what's happening, your old high school buddies, but it really can zap you when you look at most of the stuff that's out there. Most of the stuff on social media, I don't care about, so what do we do about that? You got to avoid logging into your social media sites when you're working, and this is the key. You want to go on break? You know that when you're on break, you can log in. If you're working from home, you need to set up parameters. I will not check my social media except at whatever, 11 o'clock and 4 o'clock, whatever it is, and that's it. You have to take responsibility for this because otherwise you go down that rabbit hole, and we've all done it, and an hour passes or a day passes, you're like, oh my gosh, I've just been zapping through my, uh, uh, my social media and never got anything done. And you don't even have to rely solely on yourself to do that. You can even use some settings within 
a lot of the social media apps now uh, that can limit your use. Yeah, Garrett, Garrett and I, that's Garrett, by the way, in case you don't know that voice. Uh, Garrett and I were talking about this beforehand, and you had said there's even a new phone out that uh, forces you? Yeah, so I've been looking at this new phone. Um, there's a handful of them out there, but this this light phone is just, uh, it, it grabbed my attention. It's a tool and not a toy is their, their point. So okay. um, no social media, no access to the internet. Uh, you still have navigation. You still have texting and calling and um, things like that. Uh, and you can use it as a wireless hotspot for your laptop. So okay. you kind of, it, it gives you the option to choose how social you want to be and when you want to be social. Okay. So you're thinking that most people just don't have the, um, the fortitude to say, I'm just going to stop social media altogether. This is like forced social media. Uh... No, I think there's, there's tons and tons of marketing professionals, much smarter than me, that are uh, making it so that it's a, it's a little harder than just saying no. Yeah. And it, it, it's obviously an issue. I mean, they're, they're inventing phones now that prevent you or don't allow you to get on social media. So this is, this is a big issue. And it's a big issue. I've, I've had to fire employees in the past. They just couldn't stop. And for the older generation, it's one thing. But look at the teenagers. They cannot put their phones down. And, and like if you do, they withdraw. And in fact, I saw one study that losing your phone has a similar effect on your brain as death of a loved one. You have this, 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 this craziness that goes on in your brain and there's different parts of the brain that control different things. Uh, but they tested it on uh, functional MRIs and they found that losing your phone can be severely detrimental and very distressing to your brain. And so you could become an addict. And there's a part of the brain called the nucleus acumens. And when you do things uh, that are addicting, the nucleus acumens lights up and it releases dopamine. Uh, lights up means on an MRI, you can see it get more active. And it releases dopamine and dopamine is the neurotransmitter that gives you pleasure. So you're getting pleasure from the phone and when it's taken away, you go through withdrawals. And I've done it. We've all done it. I mean, I remember the other day, I just went out shopping. I was going to get some groceries and it was a weekend. And I said, I was going to take a little time by myself and... Uh, left my phone at home. And for a moment, that was like this, this fear came over me. My phone. I was like, well, it's home. It's no big deal. I'm going to be back in an hour or two. So avoid logging into your social media when you're at work. If you feel compelled to check it every now and then, again, just do it at breaks. If you can't resist logging in, uh, then, you know, then uh, just at the breaks, take your laptop somewhere internet access isn't available or shut off your internet access. You got, like Garrett was saying, you got to make it harder to do this. And if we can make it harder, it's going to work. So social media is a big issue, and it's going to zap your concentration because you can't multitask. And that's something I'm going to talk about in a little bit. You can't multitask. Your brain works better focused on one task at a time. Now, sometimes we have to multitask. Sometimes we've got a lot going on, but it's better to not do it. And, and same thing kind of flows with this is email overload. If there, there's something about email. It shoots into your inbox, and instantly you want to open it up. I do it too. It's exciting. What could it be? It's new. It's like in the old days, if some of you are old enough, we used to get things called letters in the mail. I don't know if you know what those are, but you get a letter in the mail and, oh my gosh, you were so excited. Being at summer camp, you know, I remember writing to my parents almost every day, you know, and just telling them, oh, I went fishing today and I did this and we went canoeing. Um, and my parents said, I used to love getting those letters from you. So now email is just constant input and it can, uh, it's a big distraction, especially if you're at work. So you won't make much progress if you're constantly stopping to check and reply to every email and delete it and block it and it's spam. And it, that's another process your brain has to go through. So instead of checking your email continuously, set aside specific times just for that purpose. During the rest of the day, you actually have to shut down your email program. This allows you to carve out blocks of time that are uninterrupted. 
because it's exciting. And this is just how the brain works. And this is a new world that we live in. And these are first world problems. What to do about it? So if you just joined the show, folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. I'm, I'm board certified in chiropractic, orthopedics, pain management, double board certified in nutrition, BS in nutrition, retired dietitian, certified in traumatic brain injuries, um, been in practice 36 years. And so I see a lot of patients. And this is a new topic that's come up fairly recently in my patient world uh, because people are getting distracted. Now, one of the things that can cause car accidents, and we see a ton of car accidents, we're considered, a lot of people tell us, and just what, what I've heard, that we are some of the best when it comes to car accident treatment that they've ever come across, lawyers, judges, uh, insurance people, uh, even fellow coworkers that I work with. So we see a lot of car accidents, and many times it's due to distraction because your brain is trying to do several things at once. Now, that's dangerous because not only can you get hurt in a car accident, you can die and you can kill somebody else. So it's very important that you learn that you first acknowledge it. You have to acknowledge that it's a problem. And just like being an alcoholic, you have to say, hey, you know, hey, Joe, I, I'm, uh, I'm Joe, I'm an alcoholic. Hey, Joe. And then you admit that you're an alcoholic. You got to admit that I'm not an alcoholic, but you have to admit that you're, a, uh, you're distracted. And if it's an issue, and if it is an issue, you need to address it. You can't just say, oh, I, can, I can quit any time. No, you can't. Give me your phone then. Give me your phone for the next two days. Oh, I can't do that. Then you can't quit. So it really is a true addiction. And addiction, by definition, is something that you're doing that's adversely affecting your life. And that's what's happening with this. So it's very scary. And a lot of people come into me with car accidents and say, Dr. Joe, I either caused the accident or I was hit. Either way, you still need treatment. You're still hurt. And they'll say, uh, either I was distracted or the person driving said, oh, I was on my cell phone. Or I dropped my phone. Or I was checking emails. So, folks, I'm begging you, if you're in a car accident, please come see us right away. I always say if the car was damaged, you were damaged. That's my personal experience of 36 years of seeing thousands, probably tens of thousands of patients, that if the car was damaged, you were damaged. You are not stronger than solid steel or even plastic. And so you need to come see us right away in those cases. Uh, don't get distracted because I have that too. Patients have been meaning to make an appointment with you guys, but... No, there is no other but. You need to get here right away. So, so if you do have a healthcare problem, neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling, headaches, uh, sciatica, digestive issues, come see us. So many patients say to me all the time, Dr. Joe, why did I wait so long? Why didn't I do this sooner? I don't want you to be one of those patients. So if you want to make an appointment, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. DrJoe.com, you can make an appointment right there. We'd love to be your doctors. Initial visit is normally $375. We've reduced it to $199. And that includes an exam, x-rays, consultation, first adjustment, going over the x-rays on a follow-up visit, and a nutrition evaluation. Nutrition evaluation alone is $150. So just come see us. Stop suffering needlessly. Stop being one of those patients that, why did I wait so long? Just come see us. And we accept insurances too, drjoe.com. So we're talking today about distractions and how we got to deal with this because it really is becoming uh, an epidemic. We are so distracted that we're missing out on a lot of life. Uh, watch kids, right? They're, they're on, a, on a cruise or something like that. They're on their phone. You're missing everything. You just missed the whales. Uh, I wasn't paying attention. Um, driving. You're missing a lot of life when you're constantly on your phone. So your cell phone uh, can be more disruptive uh, than an email because it has a ringtone. And so you're going to hear it right away. And it's, it's a sound very few of us can ignore. If my phone rings immediately, my, I go, oh, I got to answer that. So, uh, but taking a call not only costs you a lot of time, it can also cut off your momentum from a task. And again, once you get the task rolling, it's kind of like uh, pushing a car. 
You know, you may start out, it's hard to get the car rolling, and then as you push it, it gets easier and easier, and then you just have to kind of tap it. Well, if the car stops, you get distracted, you have to start all over again. So the cell phone's a big issue. So caller ID, really good idea, of course. I think everybody has that now. If you suspect the call isn't urgent, let it go to voicemail. You can always check the voicemail later and choose specific times to check your voicemails. Don't constantly be checking them because this distraction is really uh, adversely hurting our society. And we're talking this part of the show about uh, technology and how technology is causing a lot of these problems. And we talked a little bit earlier about multitasking. You probably think you're getting a lot done, but research suggests you lose time when you shift your attention from one task to the other. End result is that doing three projects simultaneously usually takes longer than doing one project at a time and doing all three of them. The brain can only handle so much input. And this is something we do, and as, as a, you know, I'm an expert in pain management, I'm board certified in pain management, that the brain can only handle so much input. And one of the things we do, it's called the gate theory, is that if I bump my leg, let's say, and it hurts, what's the first thing you do? You rub it, right? So what you do is you're rubbing it and you're sending all this neurological input up into the brain and the brain can't process the pain versus the rubbing versus just being alive. And so many times that helps reduce the pain. It doesn't help reduce the pain. It helps reduce how the brain perceives the pain. And too much neurological input can be dangerous. A lot of times I'll have patients come in and they're dizzy. How many people are dizzy? Raise your hands. A lot of you, dizzy, vertigo, whatever word you want to use. And what I'll do is I'll stand them up and I'll put my arms around them but not touch them and I'll say, close your eyes. And I'll see if they sway to one side or the other. And many times, let's say they sway to the left. The left part of the brain, the cerebellum or the semicircular canals on the left side are not getting the proper neurological input. Many times it's an overload on the other side of the brain. And so what we have to do is balance out the neurological input so that the cerebellum and or the, the semicircular canals uh, essentially reboot themselves. And so we have to balance out the neurological input. And as a pain specialist, that's what it's all about. The, pain, the brain is getting all these messages. It hurts, it hurts, it hurts, it hurts. If it's not life-threatening, what can we do to kind of reset the brain? When you're multitasking, that's what you're doing. You're blowing up the brain. The brain is just getting way too much input, and the brain doesn't know what to process. And so the techniques we're talking to, to you about today for uh, learning focus also allows the brain to function more efficiently. And isn't that what it's all about? Want our brain to function more efficiently? So the cell phone fix, again, just let it go to the side. Multitasking, set out, a, a carve out a time. I'm going to do, all right, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to prepare for my show. And I'm going to do this amount of time. I've got to block out time in my schedule. Don't disturb me. Don't bother me. I'm not seeing patients at this time. I'm working on getting the show topics together. Then I have to block out time for the show. When I'm doing shows, and I do a lot of shows, I'm guest shows, I cover for people, we do our own shows. I don't have my cell phone. I have to focus on what I'm doing. You do a much better show if you're not distracted. In fact, the reason I even got into radio way back when is there was somebody who was doing a Sunday morning show for a station, and one of the big problems was they were on their cell phone constantly. And they were trying to do the show, and they're checking their emails, and they're texting people while they're doing the show, and the bosses said, no, give me an hour of your time for crying out loud. It's a millennial, not picking on millennials, but this one was one of them. Um, and they said, Dr. Joe, why don't you come in and do a sample show for us and see how you do? And I learned on that day, if I'm working, I'm not distracted. Because the reason I got the job is because the person before me was not paying attention. So it's really simple to be successful in life. Don't be distracted. 
And the multitasking fix, of course, is just do it in order. Another thing that's distracting, and this has become very prominent with people staying home a lot, is boredom. Tasks we have to do each day eventually become trite. And I, I, I got to do this. I got to ch- I got to go to work. I got to answer the phones. I got to take care of the kids, whatever it is. And that can burn you out. And that can blow out your attention span. Because your brain is just like, oh, give me some new, something exciting. I'm looking for anything that's exciting. And uh, one of the problems I see too is people that work on, a, on um, uh, doing the same task over and over again. Eventually, uh, they just don't do very well, like an assembly line type job. They become so bored that they get distracted. And that's dangerous, especially if you're working with heavy machinery. So the prospect of uh, doing something like that, your phone, your internet, uh, might be tempting if you're bored. So the fix to that is make a deal with yourself. If you stay on task for a certain amount of time, you earn a 10-minute break. Now, that's what work should be. You work two, three hours, you get a 10-minute break or 20-minute break. Reward yourself. A simple reward could be I'm going to do 10 squats. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to uh, cross-crawl. If you've listened to the shows I've done in the past, that you can cross-crawl to essentially reboot the brain. And when you reboot the brain, uh, the body works better. So a little trick I do, and I'm going to talk about this on the next segment called Nagging Thoughts, um, is you do a cross-crawl. Now, I want you to try this because it's really one of the best exercises you'll ever do. It takes about 10 or 20 seconds, and it helps the physical and the mental uh, part of the body work more efficiently. And the way it works is like this. The right side of the brain controls the left side of the body. The left side of the brain controls the right side of the body. So most of the day, we segregate our brains. What that means is we do the same task with one side of our body. We write. We work the mouse. We answer the phone. We start our car. We brush our teeth. I'm right-handed. I use the right side of my body more than I use my left. That segregates my brain. So the right side of the brain is getting more input than the left. And so over a day, that can make me really tired. That can make me bored. I have trouble focusing. So a way to reboot the brain is something called a cross-crawl. And what you do is you stand up. If you can do that now, if you're driving, of course, don't do this. But if you can stand up right now, I want you to lift your left leg like you're marching in place and bring your right elbow to your left knee. Then I want you to bring your left elbow to your right knee. Right elbow, left knee, left elbow, right knee. Kind of got it? It's crossing and marching in place. You can do it on the ground too if you want to crawl along the ground. And what that does, amazing, it reboots your brain. And you get so much better functionality by doing this. So a little trick you can do if you're having trouble focusing is figure how long you can focus. Maybe it's 10 minutes, maybe it's 20 minutes, maybe it's an hour. But at least every hour, set your clock, get up, wherever you're doing, and cross-crawl for about 20 or 30 seconds. Right arm, left leg, left arm, right leg. I usually do 50. You know, I, I count to 50. I do this every time I do a live show. Whenever I do a live radio show, it was funny because I, I had to teach everybody in the studio what I was doing because they thought I was crazy. Hey, I'm marching in place. What the heck's wrong with this guy? But I taught them, and it's funny because I'll catch them now. I'll be at the studio, and I'll see you know, Ahmad, my, one of my producers, or I'll see one of the call screeners, just get up and do a cross-crawl. And I said, awesome. They said, works? Works great. So that's a free way to reboot your brain and get your attention span back. It's called a cross-crawl, and it works really well. I do this with athletes. Before an athletic event, you want to make sure the brain is working integrated, not segregated. Um, if you play a segregated, a brain-segregated sport, let's say tennis, you keep using one side of the body. You're a pitcher. You're throwing the ball one way. 
Um, hockey is kind of you're going both ways, so it's a little easier. Football, you're kind of moving back and forth. Uh, but if it's a very like bowling, you're using one side of the body more than the other, it can affect how you focus. So it's a great way to reboot the brain and get you back on track again. And if you have somebody with ADD, ADHD, focusing issues, this is an amazing exercise that they can do. And it helps the brain work more efficiently. So just every day, when you get up in the morning, I mean, you have to usually go to the bathroom when you forget up, march to the bathroom, right arm, left leg, left arm, right leg, right arm, left leg, left arm, right leg. Now, whoever you live with is going to think you're insane, just so you know that, because you're marching. But you'll be amazed how much more energy you have, how your brain focuses better, how you get out of that sleepy, groggy feeling. It's a really cool test, and it's really good for getting the brain working more efficiently. So we're talking today about things that uh, distract you and how to get the body back on track when you're being distracted. And the most proactive thing you can do is going to be the cross crawl. Kind of goes along with these nagging thoughts. We've all had these. You can't focus because you're worrying about something. You're worrying about your errands. You worry about uh, you did something wrong. You're worried about that you screwed up at work. You're worried about that somebody doesn't like you. You're worried about that your boyfriend and girlfriend isn't calling you. All these things can be very nagging. Some people are able to tune them out. Some people don't. And what I find is the people that are really focused in life, usually the successful people, these nagging thoughts become a big issue. So there's a couple of techniques you can do for this. Number one, the cross crawl works great. Get up and do 30 seconds. Do a minute if you have to. Uh, you can get hung up uh, on these thoughts and it can be so distracting. We've all done it. And sometimes it's tragic. Maybe you had a death of a loved one. You can't think of anything else but that. The good news is, good or bad, things in life are going to pass. And when things are going great, well, that's awesome. But then you're going to have these ups and downs in life. And that's, that's unfortunate. But the good news is it always resolves itself. Cross crawl is a great way to get through that. Another thing you can do is recognize these nagging thoughts. And I, saw, I read an article by a psychologist, and they say they give their nagging thoughts a name. She called her nagging Nancy. And she said, oh, Nancy's here. Nancy's visiting me. And so Nancy's going to – and you, you put this nagging thought on a, a – a personify it. You give it a name, and you say, all right, Nancy, listen, stop for a second. I got stuff I got to do. You sit over there, and I'll put you back in here when, when we can. So that's just another thought. Uh, venting your frustrations. Uh, one great way to do that is to journal. I love journaling. I write so many notes throughout my day. I have notepads next to my bed. I wake up and write notes. Um, I, if I have my phone with me, I may email myself so I don't forget things. But that takes the stress off your brain. Okay, remember to blank and leave it there. Because if you, you're sitting all day, I got to remember, I got to remember to ask Garrett about the show. I got to ask remember Garrett about the show. Gotta, it's, it's so distracting. So I'm a big fan of sticky notes, and everyone if knows me knows my little addiction. With, and I love the ones that are sticky all the way across the back. Those are my favorites. And I have them in my car. I have them in my house. I have them in my office. I have them everywhere. I have them right here at the studio with me. And I stick them everywhere. Because once I write it down, I don't have to worry about it anymore. So it's kind of cool. Folks, if you have any healthcare questions, go to my website, drjoe.com. A lot more to cover. Uh, you can send me questions through the website, drjoe.com. If you want to make an appointment, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. Uh, drjoe.com. You can book an appointment right there. We accept most insurances, car accidents, sports injuries, Medicare. And if you've ever been in a car accident, folks, if the car was damaged, you were damaged 100% of the time. We have one goal, my doctors and I. We want to get you well and keep you well. So you have concerns about nutrition, pain management, headaches, numbness, tingling, whatever your issues are, 
Go to our website, and at the top of the website, there's a little tab, and it has all the services that we offer. We have a medical division. We have a chiropractic division. We have a nutrition division. Uh, we want to get you where you need to be. Folks, thanks for tuning in. Tell your friends about the show. Follow us on social media at Dr. Joe Esposito. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on the WSB Radio app. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.